Welcome to the Intuitive Therapist Podcast with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as the angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey y'all, it's Janice Cohen here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. Sometimes the right questions offer you answers that you didn't even know existed. And if I were to ask you what you would see if you weren't judging yourself, it's highly likely that you would say something nice about yourself. Like we always know the truth, even amidst our own negative thinking. And I would too. A few weeks ago, I listened to a recording of an interview with author and self-development pioneer Louise Hay of Hay House Publishing Company. And as she was speaking about unlocking your intuition, several things stood out to me. For one, she's known for using affirmations. Affirmations, they're wonderful if you can get your energy behind them and believe them with certainty. And many of her affirmations, they feel so good, at least to me, like everything I need to know will be revealed to me in divine timing, or I'll not be distracted today and everything works out for my highest and best good. I'm open to learning. Life loves me and I love life. I expect miracles. All is well in my world. I could go on and on and on about juicy affirmations, but that's not what I'm here to talk about today. Today, I want to talk about and emphasize how you talk to yourself and the power that your words have on who you think you are. A common practice for Louise Hay to use with her clients back in the day was to have them do mirror work. And this is where a person sits on the floor in her office and stares into their own eyes in the mirror and begins to form a loving, reparative, I think that's even a word, partnership with themselves. And this may sound easy to some of you, but for most people, and I'm going to bet including you, this exercise is very difficult and challenging. And most people can't handle staring at themselves right in the eyes and speaking lovingly and unconditionally to themselves unless they've done the work around self-acceptance. What you whisper to yourself is far more powerful than what you announce to the world. I recently read that quote, and it fit perfectly with the conversation today. Doing mirror work may sound foolish to you, like, oh, please, I have no problem looking myself in the eyes and saying nice things. But my question to those of you who are already saying this, can you truly hold your own gaze for at least 10 minutes while truly believing what you're saying to yourself? That is the difference. Sure, we could pass by mirrors, we're walking out the door all dressed up for a fun Friday or Saturday night out on the town and blow ourselves a kiss like we're a movie star. But what I'm talking about is holding your own gaze, not just looking at yourself going, you got this, right? Staring deeply into your own eyes. Actually did this this morning, uh, makeup free, and I did it this morning and I it was a beautiful experience for me where I looked deep into my own eyes, into the center of the core of who you are and the core of who I am, that child state. 
and I profess true, deep, and abiding love to that version of me. Have you ever done that? Right? Where you speak to that sweet part of yourself. When I've done this work with clients, they often feel silly. I have them hold up a mirror to their face. They often feel silly and they laugh and they spit out some loving statements quickly and put the mirror down. And then I ask them to take a nice, deep, calming breath in first. Exhale, ground themselves in their body, and then pick up the mirror again. And just begin staring at themselves silently for at least two minutes. Quiet, no words, just solid eye contact with themselves. And what happens quickly is they begin to have conversations with themselves in their minds. And you could see how their eyes are moving and their brows are furrowing and, and there's so much stuff going on in their head, but they're not speaking a word. They're starting to struggle and the awkwardness begins to amplify. And they're finally taking the time to meet and greet that sweet, innocent, very young version of themselves that they often push away and ignore swatting her or him away like an annoying fly. This is the pivotal moment when adult self meets little self, and it is beyond powerful. All of the degrading, all of the criticism, all of the rebukes come out into the open, and discomfort, sadness, and pain shows up for all of the times that this sweet, innocent version of themselves uh, was hurt and scared. The things that show up are how ignored this child state felt over the years, how marginalized they felt, how powerless they felt, how unsafe they felt. You see, this part of you, the part of you that you meet when you stare into your own eyes, it craves love and safety true love, and true safety. And I'm sure you can think back on many times that you as a young child, you felt ignored, marginalized, unappreciated, scolded, punished, ostracized, humiliated, and alone, wondering, what's wrong with me? Well, I'm not trying to make your childhood negative, but I do know after 31 years as a therapist, is that we have all had these experiences, whether they've come directly from our caretakers or at other times uh, as youngsters growing up. We've all experienced those kinds of things, being ignored, marginalized, unappreciated, scolded, punished, ostracized, humiliated, and alone. We all have these experiences, and unless until we deal directly with that version of ourselves that experienced those things, we're going to secretly be fighting for the right to be seen, heard, and loved, as well as cared for for the rest of our lives. Our decisions and actions will be emotionally driven, and we will be living from this place of vulnerability and inflammation. And that is no way to live. So when you take time to offer love directly to your smaller self, at least at the exact time that your memories dictate, you begin to soften and understand that all you have been trying to do is to do your best so that you could get now what you didn't get back then, and you get to give it to yourself. 
And the only person that can help you feel internally safe, protected, and loved completely is you. Self-loathing isn't about actually hating yourself, by the way. It's about hating a thought you hold about yourself. Because who you are, who we all are, is beautifully and divinely created. Who we are at our core, regardless of the guilt, shame, insecurities, anger, fraudulence, anxiety, fear, and doubt that we carry around, once we wipe those judgments out of the way, we can come back to center to our wholeness. This is lifetime work, y'all. I've done this work for years, and there are still times where little Janice shows up and needs comforting, love, and reassurance. Not the fake kind, the real kind for me, where I literally see her and I say, come here, baby, and I hold her. And I say, I have you. I got you. I'm sorry. What can I do to help you feel better? Just like you would do with a real child. So I encourage you to begin this daily practice. And less than until you're no longer triggered by anything or anyone, you'll need to do this work again and again and again. A lifetime of loving the shit out of yourself directly, openly, and completely. I encourage you to do this practice every day. Start for five minutes. Stare deep into your eyes. Hold your gaze for at least 30 seconds and then begin to speak lovingly towards yourself. Notice what comes up for you. Notice any discomfort, anxiety, frustration, sadness, overwhelm, or relief you feel. Cultivating this kind of love with yourself is the key to feeling truly fulfilled. And when you do this on a regular basis, you're making a promise to yourself that no matter what, you'll never ignore, dismiss, resent, hate, or marginalize yourself again. With this promise comes trust in yourself and in your ability to be emotionally self-sufficient. When you do this work, you'll see the quality of all of the relationships that you have change or improve. You'll see yourself learning from mistakes rather than cutting yourself down for failing again. You'll allow yourself to play and do fun kid-like things that allow you to be present and silly without feeling like you're betraying who you are as an adult. So I ask you, you know, I want you to think about all the benefits, the personal benefits that you'll have that I have even yet to describe. So what would you see if you weren't judging yourself when you look in the mirror? Who would you be? How would you describe yourself from a loving perspective? Would you see a little girl who's worthy of all good things, who's beautiful, talented, kind, loving, and deserving of all the good in the world? Would you see a little boy who was valuable, loving, worthwhile, good, Try it. Start speaking lovingly to yourself and intend on meaning it. And then I promise you, just watch how your life begins to change and all of the new opportunities show up. Promise you, it's pretty damn amazing.
I wish you a blessed day, a wonderful week, and as always, live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend and be sure to give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.